0: This is Total Information AM on KMOX. It is 921 with Carol Daniel. I'm Tom Ackerman. Great to be along with you. Lots of financial advisors say, don't look at your 401k month to month. The financial world is volatile. In fact, we just had Joel Schlesinger on at 652 this morning talking about that very subject. And because of that, it's more and more important to know about money, how to plan, how to save. How to spend. Financial literacy is increasingly important for women.
1: And it certainly always has been. Having women involved in the investing side, understanding financial literacy is so important to St. Louis-based Buckingham Strategic Wealth. Buckingham manages nearly $20 billion in assets. Joining us in studio is Wendy Hartman. She is the president of Buckingham Strategic Wealth. Are you the first woman president of Buckingham? I am.
2: Very proud of that. Yes, I am, Carol.
1: The first yes. history right here in the chair next to me. <laughs> um, we we made the statement that financial literacy is increasingly important for women. It's always been important for women.
2: Absolutely, it has. Yes, it's something that continues to be of importance as women really continue to understand just what does financial literacy mean. And it's the ability to really understand and make use of that information. So whether you're trying to do budget planning or thinking about investments or just what does a credit score mean, it's inherently important in all the decisions we make.
0: Wendy, say hello to my friends, Adam Bierenbaum and uh, Ken Rosenbaum.
2: Absolutely, I will. Over there will. Bucky M,
0: two great people right there. Uh, a, a woman in your position, how common is it in a financial firm?
2: Yeah, it's really uncommon. Now, I do see that changing, but women continue to still be underrepresented And I think that if we look even at stats in financial services industry, over half of women are taking on those new roles, you know, like entry level roles, but still less than 10 percent hold that senior level role. Uh, Ways in which I think can help are just mentorship and training programs. I can see that that paradigm shifting.
1: And it's shifted at Buckingham because half of your staff is women. And I imagine that was that's intentional.
2: Um, It's intentional, and it's also very culture-based. We have a diversity of women who are business owners who have now joined forces with us who are also bringing up that next generation of women as leaders and advisors. And it's just really empowering all the different voices that really help us to, as a business, make really great outcomes.
0: So how do you encourage women to take charge of their own finances or their family's finances?
2: So a a couple ways, you know, it's really interesting as I talk to my friends, my colleagues, and even in the community, it's probably in the top five of things that they really thought about heading into the new year and just thinking about financial stewardship. And what I find really interesting is that more women want to have conversations with their children, with their parents. Money used to be such a taboo topic, and that is really changing. And open discussions, you know, planning for a vacation, having to have a budget, you know, going to the grocery store, making those choices. Um, I really see that changing.
1: So I at 60 years old, uh, my parents in their 80s and 90s, what I saw, my mom stay at home, a lot of people listening, your mother was, was a stay-at-home mom, still some are today, and dad made the money but mom, and mom managed the money. But mothers didn't think that they were necessarily leading the charge because they didn't make the money.
2: That's right. And I see that changing now as women are more in the workforce. There, there's partnerships within those marriages and partnerships of making those decisions. And again, just being able to provide that education is so important because we want to teach our children. We want to teach our friends. We want to teach our communities about how to make those important financial decisions because they really impact all the different aspects of your lives.
0: What is the Pillar Grant Program?
2: So the Pillar Grant program is something we started in 2015 for Buckingham. And it's really our opportunity to go out into the communities that we represent and that we serve and be able to give back philanthropically to nonprofit organizations. And speaking of financial literacy, that was our theme for 2022. And we were able to award Pillar Grants to seven nonprofit organizations throughout the country.
1: What is there a theme that you that we know of for 2023? What is it?
2: You know, we may carry on financial literacy. Yeah, There's it's so a many, good one. It's such a good one, and it's so important. We're really getting the messaging out.
1: And what? Where are women lacking in terms of financial literacy? Is, is there a lack of sense of control still?
2: I think it's a sense of control, but it's really just having the access and time. I really saw that through the pandemic that people were really taking that step back and investing in the time. So it's just really, it can be a really complex topic and just so breaking it down to bite-sized pieces. And there's certainly a lot more access to information that we can read and study.
0: Can I ask you just a general question about our economy at 22? or Are we glad that it's over at 23? <laughs> and do we need to remain Slow and steady wins the race here.
2: You're right. I think there's a lot of energy coming off of 2022 going into 2023 and just really thinking more bright side to the future. And yes, slow and steady wins the race. Having a disciplined approach backed by evidence, being able to make those decisions soundly and with the support of a financial advisor, through the support of just doing, you know, your own due diligence and being able to make those right decisions for your family. So we'll continue to see, you know, shifts along the way. But yeah, (laughs) looking forward to it.
1: So you go to a party and people want to know, so what do you do? Because that's Mm -hmm. certainly a question uh, everywhere, doesn't matter where you are. Um, Talk about the journey that you were on to get to where you are now. Was this always the ultimate goal? You're, you're very young. You probably have other, you got many <laughs> other chapters to go, I know.
2: Yeah. From a very young age, I think I was always drawn to numbers and helping people. And I had an amazing mentor in my mother who spent a lot of her years in accounting and as a manager. So she certainly was someone I looked up to, to be able to aspire to. And a lot of like where I started to where I am now, I've always worked in the financial services industry. So pretty much I've held all the roles that there are, are to play. But I have found that journey through colleagues, through friends, through great mentors, who have opened doors, who have opened opportunities for me. And I certainly have had the pleasure of having a great career within Buckingham, starting as a wealth advisor, being able to take leadership roles as I've grown and had those opportunities now serving as president.
1: When you, you just mentioned the word wealth and I remember talking to my mom about, you know, having a will and she I remember her saying to me many, many years ago, you know, I don't have any assets like I'm looking around your house. (laughs) You have assets. That's a big
2: asset. Yes, it is. And just being able to know what happens, always having that contingency plan, again, just taking that care for your family and those that you want to inherit. Again, sort of going back to your question about control, being able to control the destiny of those assets and just having that plan in place so when the time comes you're not emotionally having to make a decision. And even those that you want to leave your assets to aren't having to be in those emotional positions um, that's I, good. This really that's good.
0: before you go just a little bit about buckingham buckingham is a fiduciary just uh, tell us a little bit about it
2: so buckingham is is a fiduciary. Absolutely right. And fiduciary just means we are fee-based. We sit on the same side of our clients to be able to offer that financial advice, holistic wealth management, being able to help all of our clients impact the financial lives that we serve from retirement planning to tax minimization strategies. You know, anything that you feel like could touch your financial life, that's who we are. That's who we serve. um, And that's what we do, why we do. Yeah. So we're located in St. Louis. We're headquartered here, but we certainly have offices throughout the United States. We've got uh, 27 in growing offices and several teams. 45 offices, my apologies, in 27 states.
0: Wow, I didn't realize it had gotten that big. Yeah, oh, that's,
2: yeah. That's
0: well, $20 billion in assets. Yes. No. Nearly 20 <laughs> is, is,
1: requires more than one office. Yep. <laughs>
2: yes, it does. <laughs> Wendy
1: Hartman, the first woman president of Buckingham Strategic Wealth Management. Thank you so much for joining us in studio.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And congratulations
1: well. on all you. your success.